Today I spoke to three people who helped make the buddy scheme here at NMC Watch a functioning, unique and extraordinary service. We talked about why the scheme is so necessary, how it helps nurses and midwives get through fitness to practice and how it also helps the buddies themselves move on from their own fitness to practice experience. Therapy for therapists, you might say. So have a listen, and if it moves you to want to become a buddy, do get in touch with us, as we're always looking for more people to join us. Thank you for listening. So I was going to just chat to you both about what it was like when you joined NMC Watch and how you feel you may have benefited from the buddy scheme at that time. What about yourself, Vicky? How do you think you would have benefited from having a buddy? Well, you were my buddy, Catherine, so you had to put up with me. I felt completely lost because I'd moved house. And so my union membership that I'd paid for for a decade said, oh, we don't cover you for that month that you'd moved house. And I went, what? But I've paid for 10 years. And they went, no, no, we don't help you. And I was so lost and terrified to suddenly feel naked and adrift with no direction. And uh, and then I found you and you spoke to me and suddenly I didn't feel like um, a villain in a superhero movie. Yeah. And because you do, it's like, oh, surely only naughty murderers and awful yeah. people go to the NMC. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so when uh, you talked to me and you told me your story and I was incredulous that anyone would waste so much time over nothing, it yeah. made me feel much better. Um, and just having someone to talk to understood because people outside of the biz they 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 don't understand how much your identity is your registration yeah and I was trying to think about other kind of places where you feel that because it's not just that you're with them every day I think it's because of the vital nature of the work that we do so mm. I was thinking about um, other people who might feel that way. And I think if you're in the army and you're fighting on the front lines or if you're in the police and, you know, you, you, you've got to watch yourself because people might attack you. Or if you're in the fire brigade where life and death can happen if you don't trust your colleagues, mm. that's really where we are. We're kind mm. of in that you've got to trust your colleagues because it is a life or death thing we do every day. And so you become really close to them. And then almost overnight, these people that have attended your wedding, who might even be in your family at this point, all of a sudden you're not allowed to talk to them. Yeah. And you lose, you're not just losing your identity as a registrant, but you can lose your family and your friends overnight because you, they can't risk talking to you. And there's also this kind of feeling that they might be tainted by some contact with you yes and yes. I think just being able to speak to you and kind of say you know I've been referred to the NMC and I'm not a monster and have you go well yeah anyone can be referred for anything yeah, yeah. and just kind of facing that reality that really they, they have to investigate everything even if it's utter rubbish um made me feel much better and just having somebody who has sat in that seat, who has felt that, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I really took from it. And after the whole thing was done, I'd felt 
very much that what we'd shared was possibly one of the most crucial things that I needed during that process that whole process was just somebody who got it um and then of course afterwards I think I said to you you know I'd really like to be involved about giving back and, and giving a support mm. to other people and I find it just as rewarding as I thought I would that's brilliant thank you and and Trish um obviously we met after your case was finished do you think yes. if, if you'd had a buddy beforehand what difference do you think it might have made to you I, th I think it would have made a, a huge difference actually because I had no idea that the NMC used to do this to people and um, it was an absolute shock and horror when I, you know, when I was, this this thing came through the letterbox um, and then I tried to talk to people about it at my workplace yeah, and they they all knew about it, and 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 I just felt like, oh, well, what ha what happened? How does everybody else know about it, and I don't? Yeah. and also it made me feel, I don't know, it made me feel as though I was some sort of like like um Vicky just said, you know, like you go around murdering and thieving and 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 killing people, and no no such it, there was nothing of the sort like that at the back of my mind and I never did anything mm. to warrant that you know and then not being allowed to talk to my colleagues as well because I was told I wasn't allowed to talk to them and if they talked to me they would be in great trouble so you try to avoid talking to people so they won't get in trouble mm. and the NMC weren't very forthcoming they weren't very helpful I learned more from you after my case um if I if I had met you or talked to you before my case, I think there would have been a better outcome than what my outcome was. Um, you were really good, and and when you told me about your case, I thought you know that the NMC are totally bonkers. How can you take someone, you know, you, how can you put someone on hold like that for that length of time for nonsense? You know, there are more serious things going on, and. Um, I mean, my, my case was, as you know, what what, what it was all about, and um, yeah. um, it, it just it just didn't make any sense. And 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 I always say to you, Catherine, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here because I was, you know, when they they they, they they allow the press to know my outcome before I did. They the press were at the doorstep and the phone was ringing, and you know, I I just didn't want to go anywhere I just wanted to go up the back of my garden dig a hole and join the foxes you know um but it was it, it would definitely made a difference it definitely made a difference and um and, and as I say you know you 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 saved my life really because I mean you have all sorts of dreadful thoughts when when something like that happens because I've been a nurse for 20 something years never had a complaint or a tarnish or a not not one complaint from one patient or mm. anybody else, and um, it was definitely a, a a shock, and and um, I just couldn't fathom it at all. Couldn't fathom it, and even reading all the rubbish that everybody wrote, you know, it was high school stuff. It was stuff that you know, like kids do at school, and 
trivial stuff and nothing to do with the subject matter of caring for someone who is so vulnerable yeah um, yeah it was it was really trivial and um like if I said you, you know if it, it weren't if it wasn't for you I, would, I wouldn't be here anyway oh bless you I'm not sure about that but anyway I stalked you a bit didn't I but found you in the end. <laughs> um I just oh, yeah maybe mm. um yeah so if 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 you were talking to somebody really new on the group and they were thinking of joining the buddy scheme what what would either of you say to them Pat what would you maybe say to them about it I would say um really find out where that person is emotionally because I think that bears a, a, a huge amount on it. Um, so talking through what they're being um, going to fitness to practice for would be a good idea to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just try to work out what sort of personality they have and what strength they have and, and how devastating or not devastating it is. Cause some people, don't get affected by anything and some people go over the top about things mm-hmm. don't they so um that's what i would do and um be sympathetic but not leave yourself wide open to them calling at midnight yeah <laughs> like yeah those yeah. boundaries again isn't it That's yeah bad. yeah because yeah. because then it then overlaps into your own sort of life and yeah. um it can take over your life as well you know, so, yeah. And I would just give them, I would just say, you know, if you feel, if they feel really desperate and they need to talk to someone to get some counselling from somewhere, because you say the NMC do counselling, but the GP practices also offer counselling. So your GP is a good person to go to. They offer counselling, counselling service. So if they need anything extra. (laughs) That's great. Emma, what would... (laughs) What what would you how would you explain the buddy scheme to somebody that was joining the group? How would you sort of explain to them the benefits of joining it? Do you think? Um, I think I would explain joining as a buddy. Um, just the way well when my case finished, um, I just had this feel this feeling of being like set adrift. Yeah. Um, and being a bit directionless, you know, the case had closed, um, which is which was good. Um, I was free to carry on with life again, but yeah. everything but everything had changed really. My yes. whole perspective yeah. on life, well, maybe not on the whole of my life, but my whole perspective on nursing life had changed. Yeah. yeah. Um, my perspective on the NMC had changed. The NMC aren't really our friends in a lot of ways. They're there for the no. public, they're not in in many ways they're not there for nurses um that feeling of being at sea and not really it's a bit post-traumatic isn't it it's it's kind of yeah. you know traumas happen yeah. and then suddenly yeah. I'm mean, like well now what yeah I mean the good thing is that at the time I'd got a job in a nursing home and the only nursing hours they had available were weekend nights which on the face of it seems like a really unattractive shift pattern but it was good for me at the time because yeah. there wasn't a right lot going on um yeah. I could just, you know, I, I predominantly worked on my own. There was one other nurse at the other side of the building, but I could just crack on with stuff yeah. myself. Yeah. Um. So I would say for anybody who's wanting to be a buddy, I would say it really gives you that chance to 
um, try and move, try and start moving forward and having something else to focus on yeah. um, once your case is over. Um, right. I would, I would, I would say to maybe give yourself a bit of time after your case finishes before you consider being a buddy. Because if, if I'd have done this straight after my case finished, I think I would have um, had a lot of PTSD with it. Yes, it can yeah. be a bit triggering while you're still kind of yeah. recovering from your referral. Um, but I, th I think it's beneficial. I think I think it's been a good way to kind of move forward and try and um, try and give a purpose to your own referral. Yeah. Um. Because I think when you're under investigation, it feels like you know you've got this lens on you, and it feels like everyone's getting at you, and you don't yeah. know who you can trust. Yeah. yeah. Um. And I think I think the NMC and probably a lot of referrers forget that there is actually a person with yeah. a life underneath all that yeah um yeah, absolutely. absolutely so yeah so lot sorry long way of saying that i think being a buddy is a good way of getting a bit of focus again after you've been through the trauma of a um a referral yourself and it just gives you something else to focus brilliant. on brilliant vicky what key oh, advice would you give to somebody considering being a buddy what what things do you think they need to think about? Um, I think probably their motivation. Mm -hmm. I think most of us who go into nursing midwifery probably would would be have most of the skills to be a buddy anyway. But um, if you're still ruminating over a lot of the themes of what you faced and you've not managed to process that yet, you're not ready to be there for someone else. And I think. Mm -hmm. That, that's probably the key thing is just that's making really sure that yeah. you've gone okay point. that was horrible you've you've kind of eaten that really bad meal you've got rid of it and now you're ready to move on but I think yeah. um I think in our quite what's the word it's quite common isn't it for as a group us to want to care for others yes and not being able to work can leave us a little bit desperate to find a role to fit into and I think it would be I mean I, I always have to find some way to be useful in a crisis yeah. otherwise it just it's overwhelming I have to do something and I don't think I'm alone in feeling that kind of almost agitation without a purpose mm -hmm. so I think finding a purpose after you've been through it all it can be something that almost feels like the jewel that's created under a lot of pressure which is wonderful to find something positive through that but uh if you're if you're still getting really angry and that's normal because um I think that was the first thing when we did the training um that we all we all went through that process we're gonna have that anger and I think when you speak to your buddies and they'll tell you things and you'll go those bastards are still at it and that's part of why the debrief is so good mm -hmm. because we can say oh you know my registrant this week you won't believe what they've done said to him and and we can all go oh what a bastard and that's <laughs> what a good debrief is about is having people you get it and it's somewhere to park those feelings mm -hmm. so there is that support so I guess what I'm trying to say is don't be riled up in it, but also don't be put off by the fact that you've still got a little bit of it with you. You're going to carry Definitely. that with you. 
Definitely. I mean, I'm always surprised. I think I've sort of moved forward and then sometimes something will like trigger me. Like we, we had a hearing at the end of last week and I was going around the whole weekend, really angry, really angry. And I was, and you know, my husband got the brunt of it and stuff. And then when I actually sat, sat back, I went, Oh, that was because of what happened there that, you know, I'm taking it on as my own thing rather than actually um, being a bit more subjective about it. And you can't help it because A, because you, you hate injustice. I think anyway, a good nurse will always hate people not being looked after properly, which can occur in this process. But also yeah. just that um, empathy because you've been there and you know what it felt like. And it will it will trigger you at times. But I think what's important by us having the debriefs it means that we can acknowledge that and look at how we cope with that and there may be times we've had some buddies who've had to take a pause for a while and um yeah, not been a buddy for a while yeah I think that's, that's important to say as yeah. well and yeah because I wasn't very well and I said oh I'm gonna yeah. have to have a step away from it which yeah. I didn't want to do but that when people sign up as a buddy there is support here and if it gets too much or life happens you can always pause and you don't there's no pressure to come back but you're always welcome back yeah i think that's probably what i'd say brilliant